this is your co-host Asteroid Cosplay, and you are listening to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. We're going to skip all the fun stuff at the beginning here and get right into the episode. If you want to watch previous episodes and learn more about where you can find me and how to follow and support the podcast and the show, please do. Uh, This week we are covering a number of topics and we will first continue talking about the cancel culture inside of cosplay. Of course, last week we talked about cancellations and backstabbing inside of cosplay and the outrage culture that also surrounds things a bit of a different spin from what i'm usually talking about here on the show i just wanted to cover some of the some of the things that just come up inside of cosplay rather than just like how do you make money and we are going to get to that you know we are going to spend time talking about monetization being a small business inside of cosplay but first (laughs) uh, i did want to talk about this and about some things that i've talked about in the past and just a little side note this week from me for a couple of things that just bother me and probably bother a lot of other people inside of the cosplay community thoughts around cancellation or whatever that is like that people get together and they decide that somebody shouldn't be doing this anymore or they just like oh we're just gonna cancel this person and by by that uh, for me being an old-timey sort of guy this whole abbreviation culture that we live in now canceling someone really just means attacking them until they get so upset and the public opinion of that person gets so negative that they basically just delete all of their social media and, and forget about doing anything inside of cosplay. can happen in other industries, I'm sure. It probably happens to influencers quite a bit. The best way to stay away from this, I mean, there's really no avoid. Like, I don't, I don't know. If you've, if you've experienced this, let me know. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you've, ex- you've experienced this, like, I would love to see that email, scottyb at hocspodcast.com. We could talk about that. What I know is that people form groups. They get into groups. They get into these toxic groups online. And they start discussing ways to do this. So they conspire together to ruin someone so to speak. Whether they know them or not, and it seems very very often times none of these people really know the person that they're targeting. My my tip there, I mean it's not really a tip, but please just avoid those kinds of groups. If you see people starting to uh, they rope you into a group and all they're talking about is an individual that they really just want to like make stuff up about or expose them for something or whatever the case may be that they're jealous or that there's something going on that is that's really nobody's business uh you know you're not a lawyer you're not uh, you know the the best way to get around if you're if you really don't agree with what somebody's saying online it's real simple you just don't follow them you just don't pay attention to what they're <laughs> to what they're talking about you just scroll past it and that's that it's not that hard to do it. People can create whatever kind of content they want within the guidelines of whatever platform that they're on. There's no rules against that. So if you're going after somebody, you know, that is really your own thing. And, um, you know, that, that's just, it's just too bad that people do this. And really the other side of that is avoiding cosplay politics. And there are a lot of politics. There's a politics in everything. There's politics, there's work politics, there's, Politics and anything that you can get involved with, sports, and, I mean, 
it goes too deep in some cases when you get into an industry when you get into a hobby and you have all of these gatekeepers and you have all these key masters which i will be talking about later this week and you have a lot of politics involved with getting onto panels with what goes on at con with being recognized or being included in different things your follower accounts always matter and you know it, there there are definitely tiers that get in that get involved with this there are there are tiers of people online and i think it's mostly in terms of instagram counts which is too bad because instagram is just one platform right like that's not it's not the end all be all of your ability to progress your brand into a small business and produce entertainment content of value art that it has nothing to do with that like your your ability to create a a a, you know a distribution of your content or your ability to see the back end supply chain for being able to source all these things and create or make different things for people in community you know you're talking service or supply whatever the case may be whatever thing that you're doing that has nothing to do with your follower account like you could be so good at that and people don't care (laughs) if you're if you're good at like making everything work behind the scenes they care about the output they care about what you're doing so there's there's politics there which is unfortunate and a lot of it really is just how you've scaled your instagram platform and it's really hard it's not easy to do anymore it's not easy to scale an instagram platform and you kind of have tiers you know you have the the 100k plus club i'm sure there's more than this and i'm sure it's it could be broken down more than this, but there's there's definitely the the 100k plus very hard to get a hold of, very hard to interact with group. There's you know kind of a climbing group that wants to be over 100k, somewhere between 10 and 100, and they're usually doing a lot more lives. They're working very hard to get this following over that 100,000 mark. And again, it's all Instagram. And then you have the smaller people. 1,000 to 10,000 who are a lot easier to reach out to. They're usually more willing to do collaborations. They don't get too much into the politics, but I think that if you're going to say, like, it's usually these two tiers, the the somewhere between 1,000 and 100,000 is where you're going to get the toxicity, is where you're going to get those politics. The people above it, I think, if they're involved with that, they're probably not broadcasting it. It's really hard to go after anybody who's already achieved that size i just reasons for that not that i've done this but reasons for that is that they just have such a they have a large enough platform where it really just isn't going to make a lot of impact if some small people get together and say hey what this person's doing is wrong Uh, i don't know what the what the tiktok metric is i'm sure it's about 10x any of this stuff and then you have kind of the everybody else the smaller cosplayers the people under a thousand who produce great content I'm going to be honest, I I see just wonderful things going on at all levels. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. A lot of these successes, unfortunately, are all based on count. And that's political. Like that's, to me, gaining followers, you know, and how you go about your marketing, whether you really are telling yourself that it all has to be organic and you're only going to post organic and you're just going to get upset that it didn't reach anyone, wasn't good enough, didn't have the right hashtags, whatever, the algorithms aren't really, you know, like how they're set up. It's not scary, but 
it's definitely geared towards paid content. You know, they definitely want you to put money into this. And again, like TikTok's about the same. It doesn't have all the paid, like there's more organic reach there, but there's a lot of banding together and there's a lot of clicks and it's very, it's a very, there's a lot of potential for cancellation in that space. And often you don't know when you're the target. You don't really know what's going on. You don't believe that these things can go on. And yeah, and then what happens when you're a con goer? What happens when all of this online stuff translates into reality, you know, and you you actually see these people at a convention and it's really it's like being in a hallway in high school, which is ridiculous because we're all like, you know, it's been a while, like it's been 22 years since I've been in high school. So it's a little silly. Uh, it's a little silly that I can't I can't go to an event. Or at least, you know, theoretically, I can't go to an event if this is all happening online and everybody's basically going to ignore me. I mean, I guess that's OK. Like people can ignore me in an event. That's great because then I can just get to the panels that I want and I can go and look at everything that I want to look at. The issue, though, is that, you know, I, I go there because this is supposed to be something that's fun. Like I'm spending a lot of money and people are taking it upon themselves now to say, oh, well, you, you know, you're not even going to we're not going to allow you to be included in this event. As if you have some say over whether or not that's okay or not. And I, I don't really, there's no way uh, that, that this is okay. In marketing, there, there are ways to, to go about these sort of negative campaigns too. Usually it's when somebody's wronged your business. And this, it's like the most childish thing that I've ever seen. But when somebody like wrongs your business or like you're, you're not happy about the way that they've been conducting themselves as another business or as, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur or whatever. Whatever the case may be, another brand is out there doing stuff. And they were working with you. Now they're not. So you're, you're targeting them online and buying keywords that you know people are going to use to click through to their brand. And you're putting yourself at the top. So that people misclick and click you instead so that they get you at top of mind and top of page. Uh, I can tell you that this never really has much of an impact on a business. This never really has much. Like really the only thing it impacts is you just spent a bunch of money on an anti-campaign that really didn't work. Like there wasn't any ROI. There wasn't, there wasn't a return on that. And there is no return for trying to cancel somebody. The return is like you might succeed, but then what? then, you know, you're building a reputation for doing this. You know, you're somebody who does this. You're a bully online, basically. Or you're somebody who thinks that they're going to take some sort of authority into their own hands and eliminate people who are doing something right, wrong, or indifferent. So the short answer, you know, there's, there's not a whole lot that you can do about this. There's not a whole lot except that you can avoid it. You can build your own strong brand. We can, we can work on that together, folks. And that will become something once it gets enough momentum that becomes a very hard for people to attack and cancel. And that is the goal here is to help you become the best thing, the best cosplayer, the best brand of this, the best flavor, which only you can provide in this space. People will always try to do these things, negative emotions, negative emotional response, emotional response to your perception you know, of action or not non-action so that's all we have for today folks we will be back tomorrow with more on these fun topics topics we're going to talk about gatekeeping uh, something that i've wanted to talk about for a while so this is scotty d with heroes of cosplay sanctuary podcast we'll see you tomorrow bye-bye